Swung on, driven into right field. That one has got a chance, and that one is gone. That is a two-run homer. Deep to left field toward the lead wall of champions. It is on top. Out of here. Two-run blast. Towering pop fly on the infield. The third baseman. Oh, on drop. Lifts one high in the air to deep left field. This one is going. It is going. And it is gone. On the Blue Raider Network, from Learfield IMG College, this is Blue Raider Baseball, brought to you by Lewis Bakeries, Bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, and Healthy Life Breads, and by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Now, welcome to the Blue Raider pregame show. And a good afternoon from Reese Smithfield. Dick Palmer, Bob Jamison with you for Blue Raider Baseball today. As the Raiders will entertain the racers from Murray State University, just up the road uh, in Murray, Kentucky. And this is the this is a renewal of a long rivalry that uh, flowered during the days when the Raiders and Murray were both members of the Ohio Valley Conference. This is the 182nd meeting in baseball. That's a couple of games, isn't it? Murray State has a, a slight edge. They have won 99. Middle Tennessee has won 81. And there has been one tie. But the series was renewed back a couple of years ago in 2019. Murray came here. The Raiders won that game 8-5 to five in 13 innings. And then Middle Tennessee went to Murray later in the season, and Murray won 12 to 6. So the two teams uh, divided the two games, and they will play two games uh, this year. So uh, it's good to good to be playing the the racers again. That is, and you know, you think about the colleges and universities within a couple hours of Murfreesboro, and just the uh, the rivalries that come from those, and the list is extensive. And uh, so it's always fun when you've got got the local interest that that draws uh, both fans from both sides because it means something when they beat the other team. Exactly, and there are a couple of those we would like to uh, have renewed if we could get cooperation from the other side, but uh, that's another story. But it's Middle Tennessee and Murray State today on a beautiful Wednesday afternoon. Bright sunshine, clear skies, a few scattered clouds, uh, but uh, temperature at game time will be 72 degrees and the winds will be a little uh, stronger today. They're out of the south-southwest at 12 miles an hour. And when the winds are blowing from the south here, that makes that right field wall even a a little more closer. And we saw a home run yesterday from one of the the players from Oakland get up in the light breeze at that time, nothing like today, uh, going out to right field, and it just kept on going until it made it out. You know, on the the intro to our pregame show, we, we hear all these home run calls. We haven't been able to do one yet this year. <laughs> Maybe today will be the that, day. That would be great to have uh, two or three Blue Raider homers. Well, Walker Armstrong will uh, pitch for the Raiders today. He is uh, a familiar name, was here last year, and it will be Jordan Naranjo, a sophomore from Kentucky, who will pitch for Murray State. He's a left-hander. And uh, Armstrong, you saw pitch uh, several times last year, I think. Yes, yes, he did, and uh, I did. And he was graduate uh, transfer student from Cal State Northridge, uh, played in the College World Series, and it's a very good uh, baseball program. 
and had the major that he wanted to get here, and then Middle uh, was able to accommodate him. Uh, was a little older, of course, because of that, and, and I know the coaches really liked his uh, very mature, very knowledgeable pitching attitude, and um, he certainly showed that with, with his numbers last year. He appeared in six of the Blue Raiders' 17 games, started one, um, no wins and one loss, but he had a very good earned run average at 3.65. He he can really he really knows how to pitch, and and you know you, you won't see the overpowering fastball, but he locates well, changes speeds very very well, and mixes in a breaking pitch and uh, good good guy to have around, good pitcher to have on the mound, a very stabling influence. Well, the coaches have come out and meeting with the umpires. We'll take a break. Be back with the starting lineups for today's game after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. At Tri-Green Equipment, they know the value of teamwork. They have the tractor packages with implements you need. Score a new John Deere tractor package at a comfortable low monthly payment and get back to what really matters, MTSU baseball. Get started online at trygreen.com. Trigreen Equipment is a proud partner of Middle Tennessee State University Athletics. Go Blue! Hit a grand slam with Bunny Bread. Proud supporter of the Blue Raiders. With its soft, fresh taste you know and love, Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns are fan favorites for all ages. Bunny is the perfect triple play with the taste you want, the nutrition you need, and energy to go. So step up to the play with Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns today and cheer the Blue Raiders on to victory. That's what I said. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive-through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. Hi, I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want you to know me as your realtor. Whether you're buying or selling, it's time to choose Chip. Do you have a growing family? Are you thinking about downsizing? Are you relocating to Middle Tennessee? Well, it's time to choose Chip. Go to my website, choosechip.net. There you'll find a dynamic home search engine plus a ton of other features that'll help you during your search. If you're looking for a realtor that's professional and has your best interest at heart, it's time to choose Chip. 
the flagship station for News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Welcome back to our pregame show, Middle Tennessee, Murray State baseball today from uh, a sunny Reese Smith Field. It's time for the starting lineups presented by the Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Ascend offers a complete set of products to bring your financial goals within reach. Find out more at ascend.org. And, uh, Bob, we have the lineups, and they're a little bit uh, different as far as the Raiders Well, the Ra- Blue concerned. Raiders, yeah, a, a different uh, different group uh, in, in several positions. For Murray State, they come in 0-2. They lost a couple of games, played down at Alabama, at Hoover, Alabama. Uh, lost them to Lipscomb. Four to two in the first game they played, and then eight to two in the game that was played also uh, the same day. They played a doubleheader down there on Monday. But uh, Murray State coming in, and they have this lineup going. Jake Slunder is the center fielder who will lead off. The second hitter is third baseman Bryson Bloomer. Ray Perkins in left field hits third, and then batting fourth is Jordan Cozart. He's the third baseman, and actually I've got him down at second. But anyway, you were saying he's a third-team All-American. Listed uh, in Baseball America as a third-team All-American. So he's the second baseman. Be interesting to see how he does. Brock Anderson in right field bats fifth. Hitting sixth is the designated hitter, Brennan McCullough. West Shad plays first base, bats seventh, hitting eighth and catching. Alex Crump and Jordan Holly is the shortstop. He will hit ninth. Jordan Naranjo is the starting pitcher for Murray State here this afternoon. Murray State has head coach Dan Skirka, and so it's good to, to see them make that trip uh, from Murray, Kentucky, to, to come down here. And as Dick mentioned, uh, the Blue Raiders later in the season will be making the return trip up to Murray. And he also mentioned that the Blue Raiders have a few changes in the lineup, and, and it's not surprising because you, you had the three games in two days. You've got a bigger roster this year. They've expanded rosters because of the virus for the early parts of the season, and you want to give guys a chance to play, and, and you want to see how everybody looks. And so the Blue Raiders uh, lineup looks like this. Fausto Lopez leads off and plays shortstop. Bryce Simlar will start in left field and bat second. D.J. Wright, the designated hitter, is hitting third. Nathan Sanders in center field bats fourth. Getting the start at first base this afternoon is Jacob Williams. Jacob will bat in the number five position. Hunter Sullivan, we've seen him, but he's out in right field in this game, and he will hit sixth. Gabe Jennings, who saw action in the second game yesterday, gets the start at third base, the seventh hitter for the Blue Raiders. Mason Spears, the catcher, hits eighth. And Brian Dillingham gets his first start of the season. He's at second base and batting ninth. We talked about Walker Armstrong, big right-hander, and he will be the Blue Raiders' starting pitcher here this afternoon. Last year, Walker appeared in six of the Blue Raiders' 17 games with one start, an 0-1 record, a 3.65 earned run average. So it's uh, it's been a, an interesting couple of days, and certainly I, I, I know I probably hammered this to death, but the weather contrast from Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday now to last last week is huge, and, and another just, just absolutely gorgeous baseball day at the ballpark. 
Now, did we do this yesterday? Did the players run on the field when they were announced? I don't recall that they did. I love that. And yeah. uh, they are announcing the Blue Raider starters now over the PA. And as their name is called, they're heading out to their position. And when everybody gets set, we'll be uh, ready for the national anthem. So uh, uh, this is a nice change, I think. Yeah, yeah, that, it's, it's a good thing to add. And, and they've, they've added a little video this year that we didn't have prior uh, to this season on the, the scoreboard. Of course, the scoreboard didn't have that capacity until last year. Uh, but that's really uh, uh, a nice little touch. Umpiring crew is uh, going to be a different crew than we had for the Oakland series. Clay Williams will have the plate. Phil Cundell will be at first base. And Joseph Blumenauer will be at third base today. And they will be the arbiters in this game. I know, of course, you'd have to be old to remember this, but I used to be a crab with umpires uh, back in the sounds day. Um, that's one of those things you feel kind of bad about sometimes. <laughs> um, but I, I, I thought the, the crew that we had in, in the uh, the series with Oakland did a, overall a very solid job. We'll take a break and be back with first pitch as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Floyd Stadium. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member services. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit MTEMC.com to learn more. And about that scoreboard? Well, light it up, Blue Raiders. 68 teams, one program. March Madness is coming. Celebrate the return of the historic NCAA Men's Basketball Tournament with the official NCAA Men's Final Four Souvenir Program, featuring profiles on all 68 teams selected for the tournament. So take it to the basket, the shopping basket, by pre-ordering the official program now at publications.learfieldimgcollege.com. That's publications.learfieldimgcollege.com. Order today. Blue Raiders fans know that being together is better, but did you know having one team for your head-to-toe health is important too? When you choose Blue Cross Blue Shield of Tennessee, you can get medical, dental, vision, wellness, and pharmacy from a mission-driven company that's been right here for more than 75 years. So you get the simplicity of one card and the peace of mind of one team working together for your health wherever you go. Now that's a huge win. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. Dick Palmer, Bob Jamison, ready for Blue Raider baseball today. We'll take 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee baseball. 
the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. Conference USA champs, Raiders win the championship. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro. Let's set the Raiders defensively for you, and it'll be a little bit of a different look today as uh, Gabe Jennings will be playing third base. Fausto Lopez back at shortstop. We'll have Brian Dillingham at second base, and Jacob Williams will be at first with Mason Spears behind the plate. Bryson Simlar will be in left field, Nathan Sanders in center, and Hunter Sullivan will be in right field. So we've got uh, a very, very different lineup, I guess, Lopez and Sanders, the only ones who are in the same position along with Spears from uh, the Oakland series. Yeah, and of course uh, Jennings, a very versatile, good defensive infielder, getting the start at third in this game. Brian Dillingham, who was the starter at second most of last season, starting there. The Murray leadoff batter is Jake Slunder. He's the center fielder. He is a graduate student, right-handed batter. And Armstrong's first pitch is swung on and missed. Four strike one. Walker Armstrong on the mound with Mason Spears behind the plate. And one strike to count to Slender, who is looking for his first hit of the season. Pitch low and away for ball one and one. As Bob told you, Murray's only played the two games. Of course, the Raiders only played three. So very, very young in the season for both teams. These teams will play actually toward the end of the season up in Murray, Kentucky. We'll probably see a much different looking group than we see here. Check swing and a strike is called. Played umpire Clay Williams said you went. Yeah, actually that'll be the last week of the regular season, a Tuesday game up right. there on, on May the 18th. One ball and two strikes to Slunder as Armstrong delivers and a little tap to third. Jennings has the short hop, fires to first and just got him. Slunder showed good speed going down the line, but is retired third to first. Yeah, that uh, that was a strong throw from Jennings and anything less is not going to be in time to get, not surprisingly, but just stunning speeds shown by Slunder on a slow chopper to third. Better is Bryson Bloomer. He is the third baseman. He has started both of the previous games for Murray, but he's 0 for 9, looking for his first hit. As Armstrong delivers the pitch, and it is over but low for ball one. Bloomer out of Lexington, Kentucky. A redshirt junior, 6'1", 220. Stands in there right-handed against the Blue Raider right-hander. A swing and a miss. One ball and one strike to Bloomer. One out, top of the first inning. Just underway. You've got plenty of time to get out here and see some baseball in picture-perfect weather. 72 degrees at game time. The wind cutting up a little bit out of the south-southwest at 12 miles an hour. Swing and a foul tip, and that one caught Spears. And it's tough to get hit like that any time, but especially early in the game. Yeah, and the uh, the second time in, in his two starts that um, 
Molly Pittman, the trainer, coming out, but Mason says, I'm okay, and uh, you've just got to be something special to be a catcher as far as your ability to take some physical punishment. Well, Mr. Callow would love to hear you say that. I hope he's listening today. <laughs> One ball, two strikes, low in the dirt, four ball, two balls and two strikes to Bloomer. He'll be followed by Ryan Perkins, the left fielder. Murray State decked out in their navy blue jerseys with gold numerals, gold trim, gray baseball pants. Armstrong's pitch is swung on a tapped foul over in front of the Blue Raider dugout down the first base side. If you're new to Reese Smithfield or haven't been out here, the dimensions are 330 down each line. 395 to dead center field. Flagpole is behind the blue hitter's eye out there. And a swing and a tap foul, this time over in front of the Murray dugout down the third base side. Power alleys 365 to left and right center. The scoreboard out in right center field just uh, above the 365 sign. Two balls and two strikes. Armstrong's pitch misses for ball three. So he goes to a full count here on Bloomer. Crowd still coming in. Actually got some people in shorts out here today, Bob, if you can believe that. Well, this is, uh, this is a good day to sit and sun in the bleachers. There's no question about that, or in the chair back seats either, for that matter. But uh, it, it's a nice, nice early spring day. I'd take this most of the year. Bloomer had another little foul tap over by the Murray dugout. Count holes at three and two. Armstrong ready to work, and they smashed to third, backhanded by Jennings, knocked his glove off, throws to first, and got it. Oh, did he call him safe? He called him safe. That ball took <coughs> Jennings' glove right off his hand. He scrambled for the baseball and made the throw now batting number 10. and called safe. Let's see if that's, that's going to be a hit, and I think that's a good call. Yeah. That was a smash. So the first base umpire, Phil Kundal, has two incredibly close calls on consecutive plays to start the game. I think he's one and one. Armstrong's pitch, low in the dirt, and a good stop by Spears. Ryan Perkins, the batter, left fielder, right-handed hitter. Another uh, grad student, 6'2" out of St. Charles, Missouri. One ball, no strikes, the pitch. Swung on, fouled away to the left side. Yeah, St. Charles is an old river town, and just north of St. Louis, the Missouri River flows into the Mississippi, and the Missouri goes right by St. Charles. I think I stayed there one time when I was up for a Cardinal series. Very popular place to stay, a lot of... Nice old shops in the downtown area. Yep, I think I stayed there. One ball and one strike to Ryan Perkins. He's a left-handed hitter. 
with a runner at first base, Bloomer. And one out in the first inning. Strike on the outside corner. And Armstrong put that ball exactly where Spears set up for him to hit the target. One and two. And the pitch. Swung on, hit in the right field. That's a base hit. The runner will turn at second and hold up as the throw comes in quickly from Sullivan. So runners will be at first and second with one out. Second hit in the inning. And the batter will be Jordan Cozart, their senior second baseman. He's hitting a cool 500 on the season. One of the few Murray State players to uh, really swing the bat well in their first two games. He is four out of eight. One of those hits a double. Pitches a strike. Nothing in one. He hit uh, 417 last year with the Racers. I guess that'll get you some votes for preseason All-American, huh? Yes. I think he's on more than one list. I think I read that in their notes. One strike to count. Strike two called outside corner. Jordan Cozart named a 2020. Okay, so he was the third team All-American last year from Collegiate Baseball News and a 2021 preseason third team All-American from the same publication. Two strikes the count. He pops it up on the right side. First baseman back. Second baseman's going to make the call, and he made the catch. Dillingham. Yeah, the wind uh, played tricks with that baseball, and fortunately it was a foul ball because that was almost one that hit the ground. But uh, give Brian a big hand for a fine. Well, now they say, did he not? I guess he didn't hang on to it. Well, I. Uh, I really didn't see the umpire make a call one way or the other. So it'll just go as a foul strike. And it is a very good good that it's a foul ball then, isn't it? Yes. So the count holds at two strikes on Cozart. Pitch inside, backed him away, and it's one and two. Runners at first and second. One out here in the top of the first inning. We are just underway. Cozart, the fourth player to hit here against Walker Armstrong, who delivers a swing and a foul tip. Rolled right out in front of the plate. Count holds at one and two. Cozart out of Evansville, Indiana, a junior college transfer a couple of years ago from Alney Central Community College. It's about assume that's Alney, Illinois. Alney, Illinois, home of the White Squirrels, about 50 miles from where I grew up. One ball, two strikes. Armstrong checks the runners and a little tap to the left side. They're going to go to second 
for the force there and no other play. That was a very slowly hit ground ball. Lopez had to make a quick decision on which way to go and went to second to Dillingham for the force out on Perkins for out number two. Cozart on at first base with the fielder's choice. And over to third is Bloomer. And two outs down, the batter is Brock Anderson. He is the right fielder. 333 with two out of six and two home runs. If I'm not mistaken, they both came in the same game. There's a swing and a foul to the backstop. Anderson, another left-handed hitter. He is a native of Huntsville, Alabama. Played uh, his junior college ball up at Walter State. One strike to count to Anderson. Runners are at first and third. Two outs. The pitch low. And it's one and one. A ball and a strike to Anderson. Missed outside with that pitch. And it's two and one. Murray State, like middle, got to play 17 games in the 2020 season. And Anderson hit eight home runs in those 17 games. Yeah, their record was just the reverse of the Raiders. They were 10 and 7. Raiders were 7 and 10. Here's the pitch. Again, missed outside, and it's 3 and 1 as Armstrong trying to keep the ball away from this left-handed hitter and even more dangerous now with the wind blowing out. Anderson steps one foot out of the box, sets himself, settles back into that left-hand hitter's box, and the count three and one. Armstrong to pitch. Low, ball four, and the bases are loaded. And the batter will be their designated hitter, McCullough. Now batting number seven, Britta McCullough. McCullough's had only two at-bats in their first two games. He is 0 for 2. And another left-handed batter. So bases loaded, two outs. Armstrong's pitch swung on and fouled right into Spears' mitt. Strike one. McCullough out of Oxford, Alabama. Wallace State Community College. One strike to count to McCullough. And the pitch right in there at the belt for a strike. Nothing and two. Bloomer at third. Cozart at second. Anderson, who just walked, is at first. They're going to play these left-handed hitters a little deep in right field today, the way the wind's blowing. Outside for 
ball one to McCullough, one and one. Yeah, contrast that with what we saw in the game on Monday where nobody was playing anybody too terribly deep. Sanders, uh, just about normal in center field, a step or two into left center. And similar about straight away and left. And they hit it to left, and it's going to drop for a hit. That is going to score two. And Burry State has an early lead. Nice piece of hitting. He took it the other way and dunked it in left field in front of Similar. The play at the plate was a little closer than I thought it was going to be, but the runner, Kozar, just beat the throw from left field. So McCullough drives in a pair. Anderson had to stop at second. So a two-run single puts Murray State on top, two to nothing. And the batter is Wes Shad, the first baseman. The right-handed hitter. Armstrong's pitch. Over but low, ball one. Shad, one for four, and that one hit was a double. One ball and no strikes, the pitch. Swing and a miss. One and one. Shad is a big guy, listed at 6'4 and 220. Also from St. Charles, Missouri. Crouches a little bit at the plate and holds that bat, almost lays it on his right shoulder. Here's the 1-1 pitch. Outside, good stop by Spears. Ball 2-2-1. Alex Crump, the catcher, waiting to hit next. Still has the shin guards on. Murray State with a pair of runs in the first inning. Off to an early lead. The pitch. Swing and a miss. That'll run the count to two and two. Coach Hunt out of the dugout directing his outfielders a little bit, bringing actually bringing... Uh, Sullivan in a couple of steps in right field. Two balls and two strikes the count to Wes Shad. And struck him out swinging. That will end a very lengthy top of the first inning. Murray State picks up two runs on three hits. And they leave two runners on. So we'll go to the bottom of the first inning. It is Murray Two, Middle Tennessee coming to bat on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Grannis & Associates PC is a certified public accountant firm located in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Need assistance with your income tax preparation, planning, or bookkeeping services? Don't we all? We've got you and your business goals and objectives in mind. You and all your tax planning needs are in expert hands. We genuinely care about making life easier for our clients so you can spend more time doing what you love while we handle the rest. Call us at 615-895-1040 to start the conversation or visit Grannis and Associates PC, CPAs at gcpas.com. 
Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Tim Page with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. Are you on the fence about selling your home? Feel overwhelmed at the thought of purchasing a new home? Well, it's time to get moving. For professional, personal real estate services, give me a call today and put me to work for you. 615-896-5656, or you can reach me at ExitMurfreesboro.com. Let's go, Blue, and I'll see you at the game. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. We go to the bottom half of the first inning. The Raiders uh, already have a little work to do as they trail by a score of two to nothing. Armstrong got hit around a little bit in that first inning, but struck out Shad to close it out with just two runs. Pasto Lopez will lead it off. He'll be followed by Simlar and Wright in the first inning against the left-handed pitcher, Jordan Naranjo. He is a sophomore, redshirt freshman out of Clinton, Kentucky. Went to Graves County High School. For those of you familiar with that part of the Bluegrass State, He will be making his uh, first start of the year. He actually pitched uh, pitched one inning in one of their games, allowed one run and one hit. Uh, no runs, allowed no runs, one walk and one strikeout. So he is ready to pitch to Fausto Lopez. Blue Raiders shortstop and a right-handed hitter. And the first pitch to Fausto is high for ball one. Third baseman over there, Bloomer, is uh, creeping in toward the edge of the grass, thinking Fausto might want to drop one down. Pitch is high and outside, ball two. Two to nothing, Murray State leading, bottom of the first inning. The left-hander delivers high and outside, ball three. This looks like the start that Wigginton had yesterday. Was that first game yesterday? Uh, Yes. (laughs) Seems longer ago than that, but yes. And he's high for ball four. That's exactly what Wigginton did yesterday. Walked the first batter on four pitches. All of them high. But then he settled down. He, he did, and, and, of course, I jinxed him because I was pointing out in last season he walked only three batters. All season. The whole season, and so on four pitches. Actually, he walked, was it the first two batters? No, I don't think no, just, so. No, just, just the first batter. He was behind the second batter, three and two. So here's Simlar looking for his first hit as a Blue Raider and a soft toss over to first base. They have read uh, the scouting report and know that Fausto likes to run a little bit. He has really the ability to get a very good read and a good jump off the pitcher. And another throw to first. So he'll get a little bit of uh, education here as a base runner against a left-handed pitcher and has to uh, diagnose his moves. Pitch to the plate now is inside for ball one to Simlar. 
Simlar played at Columbia Central High School. Here's the pitch. Runner goes. Strike call. Throw is high and not in time. Good throw might have gotten him, but one that was that high had the uh, second baseman had to leave his feet to make the uh, grab. Had to get uh, show some good altitude there to get to that baseball. Fortunately, for the from a Murray point of view, the shortstop was backing up the play. And fortunately also, he didn't come down on Fausto. So a runner at second now as the pitch to Simlar is high for ball two. Bryce, not a big guy, listed at 5'10", 175. He is a true freshman. Pitches high, ball three, and Naranjo early is having a little bit of trouble finding the strike zone. And I think he's going to be uh, spoken to about that as coach is out of the dugout. We'll have a short meeting on the mound. Uh, No other players invited to this meeting, just the pitcher, catcher, and uh, I don't know if that's the pitching coach or the manager. Don't they call them head coaches in in college baseball? In in professional baseball, you, you don't call the manager coach. More than one time. You, you I, I, him, I never did, but I, I heard people who did. Yeah, call him Skip. Hey, Skip, Skip is okay. It looks like Naranjo might be just, you know how sometimes you try to aim the baseball a little bit? Yeah. I think my suggestion is just follow through and trust your stuff, and I think you'll be okay, but I, I hope he doesn't pay attention to me. <laughs> Just like you were doing it down in the bullpen, warming up. Just pretend there's not a batter there. Runner's going. Throw to third, and he is safe. And that was a good, quick throw by the Murray catcher, Crump. He knew right away that Lopez was on the move and made a snap throw to third, and Fausto just beat it. So Fausto yesterday in our... Second game, stole first, second and third in the first inning. 3-2 pitches swung on and missed. The only two strikes that Naranjo has thrown were with a runner in motion on the base pass. So that is out number one. And the batter is D.J. Wright. So D.J. the D.H. here in this game. 333, young average for the Blue Raider first baseman. Naranjo's pitch just missed outside, four ball one. DJ is three out of nine, two RBIs. He's also drawn three walks in the first three games. Swing and a miss. Count goes to one and one. Lopez at third base with one out. He walked, stole second, stole third. And 
And Wright going to try to bring him in. A fly ball deep into right field. The right field was near the wall, looking up, and that one is gone. That is a game-tying two-run homer for D.J. Wright. Well, you called it in two ways before the game. You talked about the, the breeze going towards right field. The ball would carry. You said, we'd like to have a chance to get a home run call. And, boy, there it is. First inning. So he's, Lopez scores in front of D.J. Wright, who has his first and the Raiders' first home run of the season. And a great way to answer a couple of runs that Murray scored in the top of the first. Exactly. Here's Nathan Sanders, takes a strike called. Now batting number nine, the center fielder, Nathan Sanders. Sanders hitting 375. Had a good series against Oakland and a bouncing foul outside the line at first. Count goes to 0 and 2. Sanders, three out of eight, four runs batted in in those first three games. Walked three times and got hit a couple of times. Count 0-2 and a swing and a bouncing ball to the left side. Third baseman cuts in front of the shortstop and throws late to first. That ball took a slight hop to his right, and he had a bit of a problem getting it out of the glove, and with Nathan Sanders' speed, that's going to be a base hit easily. So he's at first base with one out, and the batter is Jacob Williams. Jacob playing first base today. Sanders at first, and the pitch strike on the inside corner. Nothing and one. Jacob Williams out of Forest, Virginia. He was here last year, but he's still a freshman in eligibility. Is that right? He was here last yes, year, yes, wasn't he? Yes, he was, yeah. Swing and a miss, and the count is 0-2. And, and with the two uh, Carolina series the Blue Raiders had, a lot of parents from the East Coast were able to make those. Two strikes the count. The pitch. And struck him out on three pitches. Got him on a good pitch inside. So his second strikeout now for Naranjo. Number 10, Hunter Sullivan. Here's Hunter Sullivan. Hunter played Second game yesterday, I think. Throw over to first. Sanders is back. No, I guess he played the first game. Played the first game when was 0 for 4. Or 0 for 3. I think they pinch hit for him late. Runner goes. Throw down to second base is offline. And Nathan Sanders in with a stolen base. Raiders picking up right where they left off yesterday. They had five stolen bases in the first inning of that second game. Yes. Yesterday. Yes. And had six total for the game. And three already here in the first inning today. Yeah. Nathan had one of the five first inning stolen bases. Pitch was a strike. It's 0-1. 
Laid a nice off-speed pitch right over the heart of the plate for strike two call. So Sullivan in an 0-2 hole here with two outs and a runner in scoring position at second base. Two runs already in. We are tied at two apiece. A swing and a miss and struck him out. So Naranjo actually strikes out the side in the first inning, but the Raiders get two runs on two hits and one man left. Two-run homer from D.J. Wright ties the game at 2-2 as we go to the second inning on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. Out here, we charge into the heartland with Mountain Dew. Out here, there's no rush hour, just the rush of flying wide open on glassy water at 5 a.m. with your first dew in hand. And there's no spin class, just bright green spinnerbait that ironically matches your second dew. Out here, we don't just play big buck hunt, we hunt actual big bucks. And out here, the best road is off-road, and the color of your truck is mud. Out here, it's dew. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. We go to the second inning in a 2-2 ball game. Well, we have seen the Blue Raiders' first home run of the season. D.J. Wright hit it over the right field wall. Fairly close to the foul pole, which is 330 down the line. Throw goes down to second, and for Murray in the second inning, Alex Crump will lead off. Crump, Holly, and then the back to the top of the order with Slender. The catcher, number four, Alex Crump. Miss Hannah's been News around with her, WGNS. with her goodies, and we appreciate that as always. Did she bring these little goldfish too? Goldfish and brownies. Wow. That's getting spoiled, Dick, you know. Armstrong's pitch swung on, popped up, and that's going to carry out a play. Off to the left side, one strike to Alex Crump. He is the catcher. They ran a little bit on him in the uh, first inning. His throws, except for the one to third base, were not that accurate. Uh, the throws to second were not. Here's Armstrong's pitch. Strike call, outside corner. Nothing and two. Check Crump. He is from Grand Rapids, Michigan. He might have had some buddies on that Oakland team we might have today and it's been you know sometimes we'll run out across teams that oh did you know so and so from that team and oh yeah we played high school together or played fly against ball left field similar coming on shortstop goes back and rice can't get it throw comes quickly back in and they will hold crump to a single that was a little that was a tough 
chance for Semlar in left field, a little looper. And Fausto Lopez actually went out to see uh, if he had a chance to get it. It uh, was perfectly placed and just barely dropped in. So with the number nine hitter, Holly, at the plate, crumped the runner at first with no outs. Jordan Holly, shortstop, fouls this one back for strike one. Here's another grad student out of Johnson City, Tennessee. Played uh, junior college ball at Walter State. One strike to count to Holly. The pitch, swing and a miss. And it is 0-2. Walker Armstrong strikes him out swinging and the throw down to first base not in time as the runner Crump ducks back in ahead of the throw from Spears. So Armstrong gets his second strikeout and the batter will be Slunder, the leadoff batter who bounced out to third base to open the game. Alex Crump, the runner, at first base. Armstrong's pitch in the dirt. Good stop by Spears. Ball one. Slunder takes a look over in the dugout, so we assume that's where the signals are coming from. One ball, no strikes. Ball two is low. Slunder is an Arkansan. Is that what you call people from Arkansas? Well, you can call them whatever you want. They'll answer to anything. They're very, very cooperative and very congenial. Cabot, Arkansas, is home. Two balls, no strikes. And he is now behind ball three to Slunder. Kind of a rough start today for Walker Armstrong. Yeah, he didn't have any starts like this. He he did give up a lot of base hits last year, but um, didn't seem to have trouble locating pitches like he has early. And the pitch in at the knees for a strike, three and one. One out, runner at first. Walker could use a double play ball here. Raiders turned three of them in yesterday's first game. Ground ball in the hole, no double play there. That is a base hit to left field. Simlar gets it back in, and runners will be at first and second. 
And the batter will be the third baseman, Bloomer, who singled to left in the first inning. So of the 10 Murray State hitters, six of them have reached base on five hits. Well, they didn't hit very well in their two games in Birmingham against Lipscomb. But they've kind of come out of it here early. Swing and a little hit tap back to the mound. Armstrong goes to second for one out, and they're going to say it's a foul ball. Got him in the front foot. It got him good because that ball hopped out to Armstrong like it didn't have anything yep. to slow it down at all. Yep. You, don't, you don't usually see a foul ball off a foot go one, two bounces to the pitcher on the mound. Nope. Spears, who got hit in the first inning, says, don't look at me and want sympathy. (laughs) (laughs) One strike, the count to Bloomer. Check swing, and he held up just in time, ball one. Leather Lungs is in good voice early today. Good. Need to... Get him to rattle those Murray State racers, which I doubt they'll rattle, but players always say they love it when good fans are are there doing doing their thing. Doing their thing. Yep. One ball, one strike. The count to Bloomer. Swing and a foul straight back. One and two. Bob, in all your years of broadcasting, did you ever have a ball come right into the press box? Had uh, two or three come into the broadcast booth, yes. We're not going to have one here, I don't think. No, we're, we're good here. And I appreciate that very much. Pitch is low for ball two, two and two. I had one come in at Hattiesburg. We were doing the... Uh, postseason tournament down there and I was actually in John Cox's broadcast booth the uh, Southern Miss announcer because they were not playing at the time and I had one whiz right by my left ear and it was tagged swung on hit in the gap nobody's going to get that one that's going to roll to the wall one run has scored they're waving the second runner around Throw comes in, and that will be a double and two RBIs for Bloomer. And that will put Murray State back in the lead at 4-2. to two. Now batting number 10, Ryan Perkins. You knew right off the bat that that one was going to be trouble. Yeah, you know, every time you see a ball sail to the outfield, you think, oh, maybe you can... And that one was about the time it got to the pitcher's mound. No, no chance on that. That, It was rocked. It was really rocked. Kyle Bunn, the Blue Raider pitching coach, makes a trip to the mound. The Raiders have a little activity down in the bullpen. Nobody throwing yet, but uh, some people moving around down there. As we've got the three, four, five hitters coming up now for Murray. And they have already picked up three hits in this inning. Three in the first inning, six hits in the game off Walker Armstrong, and four runs have scored. Short 
conversation out there as uh, Coach Bunn is headed back to the dugout. And the batter is Ryan Perkins, the left fielder, had a single in the first inning, single in the right field. Perkins, a left-handed batter. The pitch, low, ball one. He is the first of four straight left-handed batters to face Armstrong. One ball and no strikes. There is a strike called outside corner. And the count will go to one and one on Perkins. Here's the pitch. A swing and a miss. One and two. I'll have to take that back. One of those batters in that lineup is a right-handed hitter, Kozart. Count one ball and two strikes to the left-hand hitting Perkins. Armstrong's pitch over but low. Two and two. Armstrong not an overpowering pitcher. He's got to hit his spots to be effective. And he's just been a little bit off the mark. 2-2 the count. Ground ball in the hole. That's a base hit to right field. They're going to wave the runner. And no throw. So Bloomer comes in to score on the base hit by Perkins. His second straight hit. And it's now a 5-2 Murray lead. Raiders do have someone throwing in the bullpen, a right-hander. It's Austin Cheeley. We saw him in the first game of the season on Monday. Here's Cozart. Reached on a fielder's choice in the first inning. 0 for 1. He's their leading hitter and cleanup man. Swing and a miss. Got him to chase a pitch low in the dirt. One strike to count to Cozart. Jordan is from Evansville, Indiana. Six feet, 180. When he steps into the box, Bob, he just looks like a hitter in there. A one strike count. Swing and a miss. Nothing in two. Again, the Raider infield would like to help their pitcher out if they could coerce Cozart into hitting a ground ball. Two strikes the count. Swing and a tap foul over by the Murray dugout down the third base side. 
Raiders all in white today with uh, their white pinstripe uniforms. Royal blue lettering and numerals. The pitch in the dirt outside for ball one. He chased that same pitch on the first pitch to uh, Cozart. Did. One and two the count. The pitch, and he struck him out swinging. So that is out number two. Strikeout number three for Armstrong. The batter is Brock Anderson. Anderson drew a walk in the first inning. He's another left-handed hitter. Coach Bunn back to the mound. So it means we're going to have a pitching change. So the Raiders are making a pitching change early in the game here in the second inning. And we will take a break and be back to tell you about the new pitcher when we come back on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Hey, Blue Raider fans. This is Dr. Mark Hardison with Middle Tennessee Oral and Implant Surgery. We are so proud to be able to serve the Blue Raider teams and their families when they need wisdom teeth removed, dental implants, or other specialty oral care. Our mission is to provide health care as it should be, providing compassion, availability, and excellence to every one of our patients. We deeply appreciate the support of your business as we join in supporting our team. Let's go Blue! Double Tree by Hilton Murphy's Burroughs Heated Indoor-Outdoor Pool makes them the perfect stop to take a splash for your next staycation. Or give them a call and let them help you navigate how to plan your next event. Enjoy flexible event venues that include a pillar-free ballroom and two boardrooms. They've got award-winning customer service for you, plus catering and AV equipment rental. There's really nothing that you need that they can't supply. Plus, don't we all love their famous warm Double Tree cookie welcome? News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. The new pitcher for the Blue Raiders is a right-hander, Austin Cheeley. Austin from St. Louis, Missouri, appeared in the first game of the season on Monday against Oakland, went an inning, a run on three hits, walked one and struck out one, and so he's on for Walker Armstrong. And I suppose he's on for a uh, an extended stint here if he's uh, effective. And it's, it's one of those, you know, the coaches don't like to have to make pitching changes in the early innings for a starter. And it, it does. It puts a lot of pressure on people coming in in terms of having to eat some innings. We saw uh, Oakland take their starter out in the second game very early, in fact, after only five batters, and the guy they put in uh, pretty well shut the door on the Raiders. Yeah, they brought in Andrew Hill, and it wasn't until his last inning of work that uh, he had an error behind him, and that led to him coming out of the game, but prior to that, he had just absolutely, in fact, he had not allowed any hits and only one base runner before that. So, Chile will face 
Brock Anderson, who walked in the first inning. Runner at first is Perkins with two outs. Pitch a strike on the outside corner to Anderson. So a contrast in pitchers uh, that Murray's now facing, whereas you've got Walker who spots the ball, changes speeds. Chile, it's uh, the, the fastball is his main pitch. Tall right-hander into the stretch and delivers low for a ball. One and one. Raider infield a little bit different today from yesterday's game with Jennings at third, Lopez still at short, Dillingham at second. And Jacob Williams at first. The pitch inside. Good stop by Spears. Two balls and a strike. Crowd seems to be enjoying the weather out here. I don't know if they're enjoying the game that much <laughs> so far. But they enjoyed seeing D.J. Wright's home run. Well, they did, and, uh, boy, they you can just tell people are absorbing that sunshine. Good crowd here for this game today. Pitch was a strike call to Anderson. It's 2-2 two and two now to the left-handed hitter with two outs and a runner at first. And the pitch. A swing and a miss, and he struck him out. So Chile comes in, gets the strikeout to retire the side, but not before the Racers pick up three runs in the inning on four hits, and they leave one runner. So we'll go to the bottom of the second inning. It is Murray State 5, Middle Tennessee 2 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Floyd Stadium. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member services. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit MTEMC.com to learn more. And about that scoreboard? Well, light it up, Blue Raiders. Doubletree by Hilton Murphy's Burroughs Heated Indoor-Outdoor Pool makes them the perfect stop to take a splash for your next staycation. Or give them a call and let them help you navigate how to plan your next event. Enjoy flexible event venues that include a pillar-free ballroom and two boardrooms. They've got award-winning customer service for you, plus catering and AV equipment rental. There's really nothing that you need that they can't supply. Plus, don't we all love their famous warm Doubletree cookie welcome? News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. We go to the bottom half of inning number two. Now batting for the Blue Raiders, the third baseman, number eight. It'll be Gabe Jennings to lead it off. DJ Wright's first home run of the season. Put the Raiders on the board in the bottom of the first inning. There's a swing and a foul over by the Blue Raider dugout. Strike one. But that lead, that uh, tying home run, 
Didn't stand up long as Murray came back with three runs in the second. And the left-hander delivers, and that ball is set high in the air into shallow left field. The shortstop out calling for it, and just in the shade of the football stadium, he will make the catch in shallow left field. That was Jordan Holly, the shortstop. And that is out number one in the second inning. The batter is Mason Spears. Mason, 167 in the early going. This is the fourth game. He will have started three of those behind the plate. The pitch is low for ball one. That one hit was a double. The pitch, high for a ball, 2-0. and oh. The left-hander, Naranjo, delivers ball three upstairs. He walked the Raiders' leadoff batter in the first inning on four pitches. He's behind Spears here, 3-0. and And ball four is high. So a four-pitch walk to Spears. He's at first base with one out, and the batter is Brian Dillingham. Next up for the Blue Raiders, the second baseman, number one, Brian Dillingham. Did Dillingham uh, get a, an at-bat yesterday? I don't think, I don't recall that he did. No, he did not. He was a pinch runner um, in the sixth inning. So he's a right-handed hitter. First at-bat of the season for Dillingham. They throw to first base, and the runner is back. I guess they've heard of all that speed that Mason Spears has over there. Pitch inside to Dillingham, ball one. Well, you remember that first game with Oakland. They uh, they were paying a lot of attention when Mason was at first base. Dillingham last season started 13 games for the Raiders and hit 214 with a triple and four RBIs. There's another toss to first base. Spears the runner at first with one out. One ball, no strikes. There is a strike called. That was a high strike around letter high. And it is one and one. Here's the left-hander's pitch. Swung out, hit back up the middle. Shortstop dives. Picks it up and throws to second for the putout. What a play. That was a really fine play by Holly. Diving from the for the ball, knocking it, actually coming up with it. But then while he was completely prone, backhand to throw to the second baseman, Cozart, covering. So instead of a hit to center, it's a force out at second. Dillingham safe on the fielder's choice at first base. Now two outs. And the batter is Fausto Lopez, the Raider leadoff batter. 
Drew a four-pitch walk in the first inning, stole second, stole third. Came around to score when D.J. Wright hit one out of the ballpark. Naranjo, the left-hander, out of the stretch, delivers. Lopez takes the strike called. Nothing in one. Fausto steps out of the box, checks his third-base coach for any signs that might be forthcoming. One strike to count. Again, a throw to first base. Different runner over there now, Dillingham. Pitch is high for a ball to Lopez. One ball, one strike. Good games uh, all over the conference yesterday. Old Dominion defeated Norfolk State. 12 to 5 in one of those games. Tap foul behind the plate. 1 and 2. Florida Atlantic over Florida Gulf Coast 3 to 1. Troy defeated UAB 10 to 3. Lafayette, Louisiana Lafayette, the Raging Cajuns beat La Tech 2 to nothing. And South Alabama knocked off Ole Miss 5 to 3. The pitch, Lopez pokes it foul just outside the bag at first base. The pitch was well outside. Fausto not taking any chances. Just got the tip of the bat on it. Raiders will be in uh, Mobile to play South Alabama. Not this weekend, but the following weekend. One ball and two strikes. Runner goes. The pitch poked into right field. That is going to find a home. Dillingham around second on his way to third, and runners will be at first and third. Good piece of hitting by Lopez. Short fly ball out in the right center field, out in no man's land. He took a pitch up and out away from him. And with two strikes, and a nice job of not trying to roll the bat over and hitting a ground ball to short. Instead, the, the soft liner to right center. Here's Simlar, Raider left fielder, struck out in the first inning. He will represent the tying run at the plate. The left-hander is ready to pitch, and that's a strike called. And you know Lopez down at first is wanting to run. Left-hander keeps an eye on him and delivers high for ball one. One and one. Catcher back there, Crump, also knows that Lopez wants to run. He does run, and the pitch was low and in the dirt, and a good pitch to run on. 
Second and third now. Tell me. <laughs> it was a strike. He swung oh. and missed. Okay. Checked. He tried to check his swing. I got you. Sorry. And there is ball two, two and two. So Simlar with an RBI chance here. Two balls, two strikes. Runners second and third. The pitch. Struck him out. Looking. Caught him looking. And a pitch over the inside corner. And that's going to do it for the Raiders in the second inning. No runs. There was a hit. And two men left. We've completed two full innings. It is Murray State 5, Middle Tennessee 2 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. We move to the third inning. Raiders trailing 5-2. to two. And before we get a batter up there, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Conference USA champs. Raiders win the championship. News Radio WGNS Murfreesboro. Dick Palmer, Bob Jamison with you on a sunny Wednesday as Middle Tennessee trails Murray State 5-2. Going into the third inning, it will be Brenna McCullough, the designated hitter to lead it off against the second Blue Raider pitcher, Austin Cheeley. Check swing, and the pitch is a bit high. They appeal, and the third base umpire says no. He did not swing. One ball, no strikes. McCullough drove in two runs in the first inning with a single to left field. Here's the pitch. And that one's in there for a strike. One and one. There were two outs when McCullough got that hit off Walker Armstrong. In the first inning, the pitch low in the dirt, ball two, two and one. And then the racers came back with three in the second inning before Chile came in to get the last out. Two balls and a strike. Pitch misses outside for ball three. 
three and one. McCullough, Shad, and Crump here in the third inning for the Racers. There's a strike with a letter high fastball, and it's three and two. Say hello to all you folks up in the land between the lakes area in western Kentucky. If you're joining us uh, either on radio or through uh, our CUSA TV network. 3-2 pitch. Missed inside. Ball four. McCullough has a leadoff walk. And the batter will be the first baseman, Wes Shad. Strikeout victim in the first inning. He is a big right-handed hitter. Looks like he might have played a little football one time or another. The pitch to the plate. Just low for ball one. Listed at 6'4", out of St. Charles, Missouri. McCullough the runner at first with one out. Chile with a pitch. Laid it right in there for a strike called. It's one and one. Western Kentucky is playing today at Vanderbilt and Old Dominion hosting Norfolk State for the second straight day. Here's the 1-1 pitch, and it's a strike call. He checked his swing. Pitch was right there on the inside corner. The count goes to 1-2. and two. Raider infield playing double play depth. With a runner at first and nobody out here in the third inning. Murray State leading 5-2. The pitch popped him up in the infield. Lopez, the shortstop, coming in almost on the edge of the grass. Will make the catch for out number one. That had to be a good pitch by Chile because the uh, batter put a decent swing on it, but it didn't go anywhere. It uh, sawed off the bat. That, that's a, a, a wooden bat, Dick. Uh, it's firewood now. Yes. Oh. Pitch is low for ball one. Of course, you- ma- major league teams would just sell them. The broken bats. Oh, I see what you're saying. One ball, no strikes to Crump. Don't see many broken bats in college baseball. I've seen some dented ones. Mm-hmm. Here's the pitch. 
Just inside for ball two. Well, I do like that they've gotten pretty much rid of the aluminum clink bats. Yep. Uh, never did get used to hearing that sound. And, and a lot of minor league teams would use those for batting practice. Two balls, no strikes. Ball three is inside. Look how far back their third base coach is. Can you see him? <laughs> he's, he's in the shadow. <laughs> Maybe he was uh, getting too warm down there in the sunshine. They've got the navy blue tops on. If they were had matching pants, he'd be hidden in the shadow. 3-0 and oh the count. Chile's pitch right in there for a strike called. Three balls and one strike. Jordan Holly, the shortstop, scheduled to hit next. The runner goes. Pitch is fouled out of play off to the right side. The count will go full at three and two. If he ran on three and one, he's liable to run three and two. Chile's pitch, the runner does go, but it's in the dirt for ball four. Two walks in the now inning. Number two, Jordan Holly. And the batter is Jordan Holly, the shortstop. Holly made a very good play in the bottom of the second inning on a ball hit by Mason's uh, by uh, Dillingham right up the middle. Took a hit away from him. And you think about the way the inning went with Lopez following with the base hit. That might have had that had a big impact on, on probable scoring for the Blue Raiders. Kyle Bunn, Coach Kyle Bunn going out to talk to Chile. Well, he's getting a lot of exercise today, isn't he? Yeah. Taking that walk from yeah. the dugout and back. And he's talking right now to uh, the catcher, Mason Spears, before he talks to Chile. Well, Murray has certainly uh, gotten the base runners. They have seven hits and have received three walks. And they have uh, not quite been twice around in the batting order. So they've had ten base runners of their first 17 hitters reach safely. In their first two games... Their team batting average was 190, 12 out of 63. They'll improve on that today if they keep keep on the way they're going. Raiders have a right-hander throwing in the bullpen. Batter Jordan Holly. after the meeting on the mound. Chile ready to work. First and second one out. And he's around to bunt, bunts it back to the pitcher. I almost said too hard, but the play will be to first base, and the two runners advance to second and third. That will be a sacrifice bunt. Pitch to first for the second out. You generally want uh, your butter not to bunt it right back to the pitcher, but 
He got away with it that time. He did. They got the base runners got good jumps on the pitch, and good good decision really by Chile because there's was already one out. So now he gets the hitter. He's out of the inning, uh, as opposed to like say with no outs where now it's first, second and third with only one out. Better slender pitch in the dirt gets by Spears and the runner from third will come in to score on a wild pitch. And over to third will go Crump. So it is now a 6-2 game. A runner at third with two outs and a ball one count to the leadoff man, Jake Slunder. Well, here comes Kyle out of the dugout again, and that's going to be all for Chile. So we're going to have a pitching change. And while we are... Awaiting our new pitcher, we'll take a break and be back with more Blue Raider baseball on the Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. Granis & Associates PC is a certified public accountant firm located in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Need assistance with your income tax preparation, planning, or bookkeeping services? Don't we all? We've got you and your business goals and objectives in mind. You and all your tax planning needs are in expert hands. We genuinely care about making life easier for our clients so you can spend more time doing what you love while we handle the rest. Call us at 615-895-1040 to start the conversation or visit Granis & Associates PC, CPAs at gcpas.com. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. Raiders have made a pitching change here in the third inning. Their second pitching change here in the early going. And D.J. Wright, who is the D.H. today, will come on and try to get some outs. So we'll be back to old-style National League now, baseball, with the the pitchers actually hitting. not intended when the lineup was made out today, but uh, DJ made two appearances last year for the Blue Raiders and got a victory in one of those. He worked two innings, allowed a run, a walk, and no strikeouts. So the right-hander on, and uh, as I recall, um, when he pitched, he was very, very impressive. And just with the two innings, of course, didn't get a whole lot of chance to see him last year. He and Hunter Sullivan, Bryson Thomas, right off the top of my head, three of the Blue Raider position players who also called on to pitch. And, of course, I'm remembering uh, one of my favorites from my early couple of years with Drew Huff when he would come in from third base. So he will face Jake Slunder with a count of one ball and no strikes. And with that count... This will be Wright's batter, having uh, only one pitch from Chile. Yeah, it's when you have the, if it's two strikes, the strikeout goes to the previous pitcher. If it's ball three, the walk goes to the previous pitcher. 
And I saw a situation several years ago, like 44 years ago, where the pitcher who threw ball four and the batter who took ball four, neither one got credit for that because the pitcher came in on a 3-2 count and the batter who had been at the plate with the 3-2 count had gotten kicked out of the game. <laughs> oh, some of the crazy things you see in baseball. It's, it's amazing. It really is. So the count to Slunder, one ball, no strikes, right with the pitch. Right in there at the knees. Strike one. One ball, one strike. And right away, uh, DJ looks as though he has a pretty good heater. Lines and fires. Strike two call. Caught the inside corner. One and two. Slender steps out of the box. Third base coach uh, with a runner at third has now moved back closer to the coach's box where he can coach that runner. Here's the one-two pitch. Just missed inside. Ball two. Two and two. Shadow from the football stadium now covering about half the infield on the left side. Lopez, the shortstop, is in the shadows. The other infielders in the sunshine. Pitch strike three called inside corner. And that will retire Slender and retire the Racers here in the third inning. So just as Chile did in the first inning when he came in to get the strikeout, D.J. Wright picks up Chile and gets the strikeout here in the third. But one run on no hits. There were two walks in the inning. A sacrifice and a wild pitch. One man left on. We'll go to the bottom of the third. It is Murray 6, Metal Tennessee 2 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Blue Raiders fans know that being together is better. But did you know having one team for your head-to-toe health is important too? When you choose Blue Cross Blue Shield of Tennessee, you can get medical, dental, vision, wellness, and pharmacy from a mission-driven company that's been right here for more than 75 years. So you get the simplicity of one card and the peace of mind of one team working together for your health wherever you go. Now that's a huge win. 68 teams, one program. March Madness is coming. Celebrate the return of the historic NCAA Men's Basketball Tournament with the official NCAA Men's Final Four Souvenir Program, featuring profiles on all 68 teams selected for the tournament. So take it to the basket, the shopping basket, by pre-ordering the official program now at publications.learfieldimgcollege.com. That's publications.learfieldimgcollege.com. Order today. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. And we go to the bottom of the third inning, and look who's leading off. D.J. Wright pounded an Old South Properties home run with a man on in the first inning. And the first pitch is fouled off over by the dugout. I say it's uncanny how 
a player who makes a good defensive play to end an inning will lead off the next inning. So Wright, who came in to strike out the only batter he faced, leads off this inning. To count of one strike. And Narajo's pitch is in the dirt outside. One and one. Yeah, a run without benefit of a base hit in that top of this inning. So six to two now in favor of Murray. Pitches inside. Two balls and a strike to D.J. Wright. The left-hander winds and fires and caught the inside corner with this pitch. Two and two. Pitching D.J. inside, I guess he doesn't want to see it. Another ball hit down to the right, out to right field. Swing and a miss. Got him with a good fastball. That is out number one in the third. Strikeout number five for Naranjo. Here's Nathan Sanders. Got a base hit in the first inning, but was left stranded. Takes a strike over the outside corner. Durano seems to be throwing a little better in this inning. He struggled a little bit in the first two. Swing and a miss on a high fastball. Nothing in two. I guess a four-run lead might make you uh, throw a little better. It can help you relax, no question. Getting a couple of key strikeouts doesn't hurt either. Here's the pitch. Popped up into left field. Everybody on a long run. The shortstop, Holly, will be back there and make the catch for out number two. So two up, two down in the third, and the batter is Jacob Williams, a strikeout victim in the first inning. Jordan Naranjo. Murray State left-hander delivers. Williams takes it in the dirt. Skipped past the catcher. Ball one. A swing and a miss. One ball, one strike. Murray State leading 6-2. to two. They got two runs in the first, three in the second, and one without a hit in the third inning. Swung on, hit in the air into left center field and deep, but playable, I think, for the center fielder out there, Slunder, who makes the catch close to the wall. Williams hit it solidly, but Slunder was able to make the play. Three up, three down. That's the first perfect inning we've had for either team today. Nothing across. Three innings in the book. Murray State with six runs on seven hits. The Raiders, two runs on three hits. Six to two Murray as we go to the fourth on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. 
Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. At Tri-Green Equipment, they know the value of teamwork. They have the tractor packages with implements you need. Score a new John Deere tractor package at a comfortable low monthly payment and get back to what really matters, MTSU baseball. Get started online at trygreen.com. Tri-Green Equipment is a proud partner of Middle Tennessee State University Athletics. Go Blue! News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. We go to the fourth inning. Murray State leading 6-2, to two, and Bob Jamison will take you a ways along now. Thanks, Dick. And it's Bryson Bloomer, the Murray State third baseman, who will lead off against D.J. Wright. D.J. started the game as the designated hitter and came on in relief in the top of the third inning got a strike out of the only batter he faced first pitch here delivers a strike on the inside corner bloomer has gotten off to a good start today he has two hits a single and a double he scored two runs and he's driven in two runs right to one strike delivery swing and a foul straight back going two it's the two, three, and four hitters for the racers in the top of the fourth inning. Bloomer, Perkins, and Cozart. Each team got two first inning runs. And Murray has come up with three in the second, one in the third, batting in the fourth now. A ball low, one and two. Walker Armstrong started for the Blue Raiders. Austin Cheeley followed him, and now Wright, the third pitcher, used. Outfield straight away for this right-hand hitter. Pitch to Bloomer. Swing and a miss. Good fastball, and Wright gets a strikeout. His second, five strikeouts for Blue Raider pitching. In the early going here this afternoon, here's Ryan Perkins, and he also has two hits and two at-bats. Single in the first, and then also a single in the second inning. Pitch to him is just a little bit outside for ball one. Boy, the top three hitters in this lineup have really hurt the Blue Raiders. They are five out of six. Yeah, it's interesting. Cozart, who had the 400 batting average last year, 0 for 2. Hot smash to second. Dillingham knocks it down, but it gets away from him and safe at first. Pretty nice play by Jacob Williams as that ball could have, on the throw, coming back to him, uh, could have gotten away. So a base runner here in the fourth inning. They got to call that an error. Error on Dillingham. So... First error of this game, and it puts a 
Murray base runner at first for Jordan Cozart. He reached on a fielder's choice in the first inning and scored out on strikes in the second. Well, Bob, we've got some cloud cover moving in. and the Where the heck did that come from? Clouds have blocked the sun. We were so happy to see. <laughs> yeah. They snuck up on me. Strike called. Cozart showed bunt on that first pitch. Jordan Cozart, a senior. He's from Evansville, Indiana. Runner at first and one out throw to first base. Blue Raiders in this game have Bryce Simlar in left. Nathan Sanders in center. Hunter Sullivan is in right field. Then Gabe Jennings, Fausto Lopez, Brian Dillingham, Jacob Williams around the infield third to first with Mason Spears catching. One strike pitch and a strike called on the outside corner. You mentioned the Blue Raiders go to Murray. But that's not until the last week of the regular season. That'll be on Tuesday, May the 18th. So almost two full months from now. Here's a fastball, and it nails the outside corner for a called strike three. Lots of zip on that pitch from D.J. Wright. Three batters uh, struck out out of the four he has faced. And the fastball, a lot of life on it, looks like. So two outs. Perkins at first. And Brock Anderson is the hitter. A walk and a strikeout for this batter. He's the right fielder for Murray. First pitch, a strike at the knees. Anderson from Huntsville, Alabama, and we mentioned went to Walter State, Walters State Community College. He's a senior. They have, they have a, a lot of upperclassmen on this Murray baseball team. Right from the stretch, a one-strike pitch just off the outside corner. One ball and one strike. 6-2, Murray State leading the Blue Raiders in this fourth inning. Time is called. The ball got loose, I guess, from the Blue Raider bullpen. In fact, that's the only place it could have come from. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. Unless it was, like, sunk in the grass Unless and po suddenly popped up. Unless it just dropped out of the sky. Well. Set to go again, a ball and a strike. Wright's fastball's outside. Two balls and one strike. This weekend, Bowling Green will be in town for three games, and we're going to try to dodge raindrops according to the, uh, the weather forecast, and hopefully we'll be able to do that successfully. They'll be in for a Friday afternoon, Saturday, and Sunday afternoon games. Ball bounced on the ground to Dillingham at second. Bounces 
back a half a step for the big hop and makes the throw to first to retire the side. For the first time in the game, Murray State's been kept off the boards. No runs or hits. There's an error. One man was left on base. Head to the bottom of the fourth inning, and Murray leads the Blue Raiders by a 6-2 score. You're listening to MTSU Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Grannis & Associates PC is a certified public accountant firm located in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Need assistance with your income tax preparation, planning, or bookkeeping services? Don't we all? We've got you and your business goals and objectives in mind. You and all your tax planning needs are in expert hands. We genuinely care about making life easier for our clients so you can spend more time doing what you love while we handle the rest. Call us at 615-895-1040 to start the conversation or visit Grannis & Associates PC, CPAs at gcpas.com. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Bottom of the fourth inning, Blue Raiders coming to the plate, and they will send up Hunter Sullivan, Gabe Jennings, and Mason Spears against Jordan Nerano. Trailing by a 6-2 score, been out hit 7-3. Sullivan 0-for-1 in the game and out, out on strikes back in the first inning. So Hunter playing in right field, stands in, left-hand hitter, and takes the ball just outside. Right before the season was suspended last year, Hunter had one of those games to remember. A couple of home runs in Coastal Carolina in a Blue Raider victory. Swinging a foul ball at the plate. And I think that was the only road game the Raiders won last year. Yes. There's 0-3 in North Carolina and at Tulane, 1-2 at Coastal, and then a loss at Alabama. Next pitch, a strike. One ball, two strikes with Sullivan as he leads off the fourth inning. Hard ground ball to first. Good hop for the first baseman, Shad. And he'll take it himself. And Hunter is retired. Yeah, the, the Ray, Blue Raiders had some very tough road competition with all those ten games. Good ballparks, good cities, good programs. And while the wins weren't there, with a couple of exceptions, all very, very competitive games. Here's a high drive by Jennings deep to left field. The ballpark will not hold that one. And that's a home run for Gabe. And that is also his first Blue Raider hit. He saw limited action last year, just eight plate appearances. And rocks one here over the 365 mark in left center field. Just missed the wall of champions. He got all of that one 
And it's uh, a home run for Jennings. Old South Properties, Tennessee's favorite home builder, is the official home run sponsor for Blue Raider baseball. So Old South has had a couple today. They've had a couple. I hope they have a lot more before we wrap this season up. So Mason Spears will bat. That's a 6-3 game. It's one of those things, you know, it's tough to get down 6-2, to two, and if you are, you, you want to have some innings to get back. And it gives you an opportunity. We'll see what happens here in this one. But Jennings, on his home run, gets the Blue Raiders heading in the right direction. Swing and a miss by Mason after taking the ball outside. One and one. Jennings is the young man from Wilson Central, is Wilson, not? yes, he is. Foul ball out of play off the bat of Spears goes to the right side. One ball and two strikes. Well, you don't get a lot of no doubt about it to deep left center field here, but that one was one of those. I liked Gabe had some enthusiasm running the bases. You know, you, you know how it is, Dick. You get that first base hit, it makes a... You remember it, and that was even more memorable because of the distance. 2-2 pitch drilled into right. That's going to fall for a base hit. One long bounce to the right fielder, Anderson, but Mason Spears has a base hit. So Spears with a base hit. He's at first. Brian Dillingham is the batter. Reached on a fielder's choice back in... The second inning, right-hand hitter. Steps out, looks at Blake Hunt coaching at third, and you know, there's lots of things that could happen here, but probably the most significant is not whether Spears might be running to steal a base, but whether they might want to do a hit and run because they did utilize Dillingham in that role on several occasions last year. Has a good ability to get the bat on the baseball. So the catcher goes to the mound and has a visit with his pitcher. Just heard from Tony Kessinger down in Melbourne, Florida. He's not playing golf today. Oh, He's okay. listening to our broadcast. And he remembers playing against Murray State when he was in school here in a Blue Raider shortstop. Said they've always had a good program. and they, That's right, they have. And a strike called to Dillingham. You know, Murray is, is like middle in terms of a, a, a university that has had historically good athletics yep. for a, a long, long time. Dillingham shows a bunt, takes the one-strike pitch high for a ball. Remember, Boots Donnelly was... A frequent guest at Greer Stadium and one one pitch on the way and it's outside for a ball and uh, coach Stanford made a couple of trips and coach Pete as well yeah it goes back to the days when uh, Johnny Reagan was the longtime coach at uh, Murray State. In fact, they named the 
Name the field after him. We had some friends from, several friends from, two or three friends from Springfield whose kids went to Murray State. Really had a good time there. Pitch outside and low. Also had some good friends whose daughter went to MTSU, and, and she had a great time here. My uh, college roommate in junior college finished up at Murray State. I had better sense than he did. I came on down here. Well, of course you did. Here's a high pop fly behind first base, and it's going to be just in foul territory. It's caught by the second baseman, Cozart, so Dillingham is retired two outs. We have a postcard. It's got a little bird on a birdhouse, and it said, I didn't come from the south, but we got here as soon as we could. I love it. Yes, we... Looking forward to getting back here and uh, off to a good three-year start. Nice to know that last week's weather is an extreme rarity. Throw over to first base. Spears gets back in. Gabe Jennings a home run in this inning. Spears a single now with two outs. I don't remember a snowfall like that since, since March of 93. When the state basket it was in March, state basketball tournament was going on here, and fans couldn't get here. Oh, I bet not. All yeah. the teams were here, but it was it was strange. One and zero with Fausto Lopez, pitch on the way. It's up high. Fausto a walk, a single, three stolen bases in this game. And a run scored. 6-3 Murray leading the Blue Raiders in the bottom of the fourth inning. Swing and a miss. Good fastball. Fausto tried to get it but couldn't. Had some elevation on the pitch. Naranjo in his fourth inning of work has fanned five. Walked a couple. He's a left-hander, delivers to Lopez, swing, and a miss for strike two. Murray, two in the first, three in the second, one in the third. The Blue Raiders got two in the first, one here in the fourth. 2-2 pitch, lined into center field. That's going to fall for a base hit. Spears makes the turn and stops at second and shouldn't have. Oh, they said he was safe going back in. He looked avoided. Like, looked like he avoided the tag. John. He, mu- he, he must have because the reaction of Kozart was not that. Oh, I got him out. It's that I missed him. But I don't. I didn't see Blake Hunt must have held Mason up. I think he would have made it to third. Uh, and then they went back to uh, second base. It looked like Spears was going to be out, but he was not. And with that base hit, Dan Skirka, the head coach for this Murray State baseball team, makes a trip to the mound and quickly signals that he's going to the bullpen to bring in a right-hander. 
Lopez with his second hit of the game. And this one comes here in the bottom of the fourth, keeps the inning going. New pitcher for Murray, and we'll be back to tell you about him after we take this break. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Hey, Blue Raider fans. This is Dr. Mark Hardison with Middle Tennessee Oral and Implant Surgery. We are so proud to be able to serve the Blue Raider teams and their families when they need wisdom teeth removed, dental implants, or other specialty oral care. Our mission is to provide health care as it should be, providing compassion, availability, and excellence to every one of our patients. We deeply appreciate the support of your business as we join in supporting our team. Let's go Blue! Double Tree by Hilton Murphy's Burroughs Heated Indoor-Outdoor Pool makes them the perfect stop to take a splash for your next staycation. Or give them a call and let them help you navigate how to plan your next event. Enjoy flexible event venues that include a pillar-free ballroom and two boardrooms. They've got award-winning customer service for you, plus catering and AV equipment rental. There's really nothing that you need that they can't supply. Plus, don't we all love their famous warm Double Tree cookie welcome? News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. So the new pitcher for Murray is a right-hander, Ryan Fender. He's 6'3", 210 from Crown Point, Indiana, redshirt freshman. So this is his first game of the season. And, of course, a redshirt freshman means he could really be a junior academically because he could have been a red we don't know but he could have been a redshirt freshman last year and got the extra covid year but in any case he is on in relief of jordan naranjo so bryce simlar will step in looking for his first hit 0 for 2 a couple of strikeouts thus far for the blue raider left fielder hits with two on and two outs in the fourth inning in a 6-3 game with murray state leading fender a right-hander stretch and then looks to second as cozart went in behind spears no throw to second base Fender ready again. Takes a little bit of time. Delivers a fastball right down for a strike. And it's 0-1 with Bryce. Similar up with two outs in the fourth inning. Bryce looking for that first Blue Raider base hit. He'd like to emulate Gabe Jennings and whack one out of here. Checks up in time on a high fastball. Evens the count at one and one. Where the heck did those clouds come from? Uh, they just uh, came in here all of a sudden. Hasn't dropped the temperature much. Did shut out the sunlight. Sure did. Pitch is a breaking ball in for a strike. Makes a one and two. Gabe Jennings, a long home run to left center field in this inning. Mason Spears has a base hit. Fausto Lopez, a base hit. And there are runners at first and second. Two outs in this Blue Raider fourth. And Simlar takes a called strike three. But the Blue Raiders chip away at that lead with one run on three hits. There are no errors. 
and two runners are left on base. So we'll head to the fifth inning, and after four, Murray leads the Blue Raiders by a 6-3 to three score. This is MTSU Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Hey, Blue Raider fans. This is Dr. Mark Hardison with Middle Tennessee Oral and Implant Surgery. We are so proud to be able to serve the Blue Raider teams and their families when they need wisdom teeth removed, dental implants, or other specialty oral care. Our mission is to provide health care as it should be, providing compassion, availability, and excellence to every one of our patients. We deeply appreciate the support of your business as we join in supporting our team. Let's go Blue! What happens to your decision-making when you drink? Well, after one drink, you feel confident. A few more, and calling your ex at 1 a.m. seems like a great idea. And you're pretty sure the secret to a great taco is four-day-old macaroni. The bottom line, drunk you doesn't make great decisions. So you're risking a DUI or worse if you count on him to get you home. Plan before you party. Get home safe. Paid for by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. So we move along to the top of the fifth inning. Murray leading the Blue Raiders by a 6-3 score. D.J. Wright, the third pitcher the Blue Raiders have used, came on in the game to get the final out of the third, pitched in the fourth, and he gets set to work here in the fifth inning. And with the cloud cover that has uh, come over suddenly, we have the lights on here at Reese Smith Field. So after, well, we had sunshine all day yesterday and Monday through the first hour and a half here this afternoon. But not right now. A little bit off to the west is in we get some sunshine out that way right delivers a strike to brennan mccullough he's been on base twice a single a big single a two out two run single in the first and then he walked and scored on a wild pitch in the third swing and a miss went after an outside fastball it's 0-2 mccullough shad and crump six seven and eight in the Murray batting order against right here in the top of the fifth inning. Hits are getting closer to being even, 7-6 to six in favor of Murray, but still 6-3 the scoreboard. Ball inside, so it's 1-2. and two. McCullough stands in from the left side. A 1-2 pitch. Swing and a foul back. He's the designated hitter for this Murray team. Talked about it earlier, but Bowling Green is in for the weekend. 3 o'clock on Friday, 2 o'clock Saturday, 1 o'clock Sunday are the scheduled start times. I think they're the Falcons, aren't they? That sounds right. Here's a called strike three, a good fastball, and D.J. Wright picks up his fourth strikeout. Leadoff batter is retired to start the Murray fifth. When they came into town a couple of years ago, 
their uh, their head coach, a young man, well, not a young man anymore, uh, Dan Schmitz, and he played for the Nashville Sounds back in 1980 and then came back and played a good part of the 1982 season. Here's a strike. He was a good second baseman, good hitter. I think we opened the season against them in, uh, two years ago in 2019. That was the first series, wasn't it? Right. We didn't have great weather for that series. In fact, we had to reschedule a game to play a doubleheader. Remember that year there was – I think it might have been that series or even the next. It doesn't really matter. But uh, the Blue Raiders made the decision to move – the uh, 3 o'clock game up to a, about 11 o'clock in the morning. The game ended right around 2, and as I was leaving the press box about 2.30, it started to pour. And it's like, boy, that's one of the most awesome decisions I've ever seen as far as battling the weather. And how about awesome here, D.J. Wright, fans, West Shad on a check swing fastball, and so now DJ has five strikeouts. Two down in the top of the fifth. Bases empty for the racers. Here's Alex Crump. He has singled and scored. He's also walked in this game. He's the catcher. Bats from the right side and looks at a strike. DJ is in the zone. He's doing really well. A lot of life on that fastball. And doing very well, mixing up his pitches in terms of location. Smack to third. Jennings has it across the diamond to Jacob Williams. And for the first time this afternoon, Murray has retired. One, two, three. Five, three on that out. Two strikeouts in the inning for DJ Wright. So in the middle of the fifth inning, it's still Murray 6 and Middle Tennessee 3. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Any way you slice it, your game day won't be complete without soft, delicious bunny bread and bunny buns, an official corporate partner of Blue Raider Athletics. Whether you're watching with friends, cheering in the stands, or tuning in at home, count on Bunny to help strike out hunger and give you energy. So pick up some Bunny Buns and Bunny Bread today. It's sure to be a home run. That's what I said. Bunny Bread. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! 